Hello and welcome to Dead Man's Chest. Tonight's episode is a very special episode because I'm joined by the absolute legend, Cal Dodd. That's enough from me. Cue the music. I am joined by musician, actor, supporter of good causes, and all-round living legend, Mr. Cal Dodd. How are you, sir? I am wonderful, Neil. Thanks so much for this opportunity to talk to you and about it is my TV, abs- etc. It is my absolute pleasure. Now, good. a lot of people might be wondering what a Canadian actor and a podcast in Guernsey, how they've come together. And I guess we've been put together because of a very, very special little girl. Yeah, we sure have. Um, I first met Evie, and to fill everyone in, this is my cousin's little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I first met Evie in November last year, um, which sounds a bit odd because she's nearly two. Um, my, my cousin Paul is in Birmingham in England and I'm in the Channel Islands and with COVID restrictions and travel just being a nightmare for the past couple of years, I hadn't made it, I hadn't made it over to England until November and she is an absolute diamond. She really is. I can tell from the pictures that, oh, that they that they sent me, and I actually I could tell Neil right from because I met um, uh, Paul in uh, uh, the Wales Telford uh, Comic Con yep. in in twenty nineteen, and okay. they were pregnant. Uh, Clara was pregnant at that point at that time, yeah, um, because uh, she. Um, but I think five months later. Uh, Evie was born, but but they came up to my table in the Comic Con, and I I signed uh, a, a picture of Wolverine, uh, uh-huh. and, and said and wrote on it to um, um, welcome to the planet, little one, or, yeah. or something like that. I wrote on the picture. Oh, welcome to our world, darling. I wrote uh, on her pen, and says you know, love Logan Wolverine, baby, baby. So. <laughs> And then, so they took that back, you know, and then I flew back to Toronto and they went on with their lives. And the day she, they, they sent me a picture of her, um, oh, what do you call it when they're inside the womb? The ultrasound. Yeah, they yeah. They sent me a picture of her ultrasound. So I've known her way, way longer than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, that was, it was just wonderful. And so like the Paul and I have hooked up on uh, Facebook and et cetera, and we're back and forth. So that's, I've yet to meet Evie, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I met her through those two and the pictures, et cetera. Yeah. Um, Evie was born with a condition and th- there's no cure. It, this is never going away. I beg your pardon? And, uh, I'm just saying that Evie has been born with a condition, yeah. which the long and short of it is she does not feel pain. Correct. 
and congenital insensitivity to pain is that what it, that's what it's diagnosed as correct that, that's the one yep yeah okay which i remember when paul first told me it, it it's it sounds like some bizarre superpower yeah and it sounds like it oh wow that's great she's never going to feel any pain i Wrong. know but yeah. it's it's when you apply it to the real world i mean it is the stuff of nightmares oh big time I mean, especially to a toddler. Yeah. If she puts her hand on a stove, there's no pain. Yeah. Uh, um, just It's terrifying, some of the, the possibilities. I remember Paul sent me links to other cases that, that have happened around the world. Mm-hmm. And it was horrendous. I mean, yeah. it, it really is scary. It is very scary. Now, Paul and Claire and Evie have been helped no end by the amazing Birmingham Children's Hospital. Yeah, that's what he said. In a hospital, Paul and the toy collectors are putting some very, very, very cool items up for for a a raffle. Mm -hmm. And I know not all of our listeners are in the UK, but it is still a wonderful chance to pick up something very, very special. Yeah. Now, Neil, this the also, so is the, the Birmingham's Children's Hospital, and then yeah. is, is the Gift of Pain support group separate from Birmingham Children's Hospital? Uh, my understanding uh, from is Yeah, they're a they, support group, so they they, they are a support group, yeah. 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 Which is, I mean, that, that's so well, what a terrific name, the Gift of Pain. I know you, you would. It's just backwards to what you would think. I mean, that makes no sense, you know, but it makes total sense in this case. Yeah, yeah. If if nothing else, it keeps us safe, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll post more links and that to the the Facebook page, uh, for this. Um, but yeah, everybody, head over to the toy collectors page, and put yourself in with a chance of winning something that you're not going to find every day. They're not going to find me every day, bub. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cal, if we can um, have a, a quick chat about what was going on in the 90s. Sure. Um, as a lot of you might have guessed, Cal was the voice of Wolverine in the legendary Uncanny X-Men series. Yep. From 92 to 97. Yeah, and, and Cal is again the Wolverine. I created his voice. There was no one before me. There yeah. was an Australian guy for about a minute, okay. <laughs> which was odd. Which was very odd. It just didn't sound right with Wolverine saying "Good night, mate." Good night. <laughs> didn't work, mate. Uh, so that was just uh, it was ridiculous. Anyway, and so now you know we're back doing it with uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so. that's next year, isn't it? Yeah, 2023, I guess, is when they're going to air them. 2023. Um, I had a look, and I had a look at what was actually happening film-wise in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was really the time when comic books were starting to move from page to the big screen. Yeah. Um, there was no Marvel Studios yet. There was very few Marvel properties that had made it onto the big screen. I think we'd had Howard the Duck and a Punisher film. Um, 
DC were... It was either going to be Batman 89 or Batman and Robin. There was no... There was no consistency with them. And we had a lot of independent comic book movies hitting us as well. Things like Tank Girl and Judge Dredd and whatever. Mm -hmm. The only consistent property in that period in terms of output and quality was the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah. It was massive. You're talking about the series, the TV series, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it was so true. The fact that it was one of the reasons it was really popular is that it was um, really true to the comics, yeah, and the comic you know experience and the comic episodes, etc. And the fans just loved that. And, and it was just it was a I mean it was fantastic. Best five years of my life. Yeah, I mean I can I can remember being at school. I would have been ten. Yep. And true to form, I missed the first episode. The way to go. I know. And, and, <laughs> and, and this was at a time there was no streaming services. There was no, if, if you missed it, you missed it. Yep. That was it. It was gone. Yeah. So I had to, and I remember going to school the next day and everybody was talking and acting like Cyclops and, and Wolverine and that all my friends were playing out these little scenes as these characters. And I'm, I was stood there going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's hilarious it was, what are you living under a rock pub i know and do you know annoyingly um i guess the big thing before x-men would have been the mutant hero turtles the who the teenage mutant hero turtles i don't know what you're saying uh the ninja turtles the oh yeah the yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah yep. sorry sorry and yeah. i i remember i missed the start of that as well so <laughs> so, I mean, were you a fan of the source material when it started? Of our show? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Like, be, like I said before, when we when I went in for this audition, I had no idea who these people were. I had no uh -huh. idea who Wolverine was, X Men, any of that stuff. Nor none of us did. Right. Because we're all Canadian. Not that, that okay. means that we're dumb when we don't read comics or anything. No. But uh, I was just busy doing work, etc. Yeah. Um, none of us knew, and it was called Project X when we went in to audition for this thing, and then away we went, and um, it was just unbelievable. Like, you know, they had to describe who, what he was like <clears throat> so I could come up with a voice for him, you know? Yeah. And uh, the first line that they gave me, like I said, well, what? He, and they said he's five foot three, uh, and yep. he's, built, he's built like a, a Sherman tank. <laughs> and and he's uh, I said five foot three. He said yeah, but he no, he's not afraid of anyone. And he has uh, all these constant fights with um, saber tooth. And I said, well, whoever that is. Yeah. And so they gave me the line, and this is the first line I had to read. And I went because I, I I come from a small town, a fishing town in Lake Erie, in Fort Dover, Ontario, in Canada. Here, like I was born in Dublin, Ireland, but came over at a young age and uh -huh. went right to this little town, and it was a pretty tough town. Uh, very tough, you know, and um, so I knew a, a lot of the stuff, the lines that they were giving me. I said, well, I've lived this. <laughs> I've lived yeah. this. I've seen guys talk like this, you know, and so the line here was the first line that I read and I just loved them from this moment on. It was um, um, all right, you egg sucking piece of gutter trash. You always <laughs> did like picking on people shorter than you. Well, I'm shorter. Pick on me. 
you know, <laughs> the, the whole thing started and I just went, wow. Yeah. And, and then the other thing, so they, they just flipped out in the studio cause they're from LA and New York, the writers and the producers, directors and, and stuff. And they just went, holy crap, give, <laughs> give them some more lines. So they give another line and then this line is classic. So he's, he's, uh, this is the episode where the, uh, hellfire, uh, gang group or whatever hellfire club. And he busts through a door with his claws out, of course, Wolverine. And this guy's got a big machine gun or something pointed right at him. And he starts very slowly walking towards him and, and says these words as he's walking with his claws in front of him. He's very slowly towards this guy and says, I know what you're thinking, punk. Question is, can I get Wolverine before he turns me into shish kebab with those claws? <laughs> well, bub. Seeing as how these claws are adamantium, the strongest metal known, and can slice through vanadium steel like a hot knife through butter, buddy. You gotta ask yourself, do I feel lucky? And they just they just dropped their pants. And, oh, and I and I left, you know, I I when they phoned me that night and said, Well, you're our Wolverine. I mean, terrific, whoever he is. Yeah. <laughs> and we just loved it. Anyway. And helped as well that he is actually Canadian as well himself. Yeah, exactly. And he had so, all the funniest lines too. He was just very funny underneath all this. His, his, you know, not violence, but his temper and, you know, he had a huge heart. And the, they wrote, the writers were extraordinary and it was just wonderful. Did you have, when, I'm not going to say did you have, when did you know it was massive, the show? We didn't know until we finished the first year when, the first episode we saw was when everyone else did on Halloween night, 1992, October 31st. It premiered in Canada, U.S., the U.S. and Canada. I don't know about you guys. Uh, and um, I looked at this because we we'd, we'd recorded about, I don't know, 10, 12 episodes at that point. But, they, you know, it takes time for them to do the animation and all that stuff. And I, I looked at this and I finally saw my voice coming out of this, this Wolverine on the camera. Yeah. And it went like holy crap yeah oh i love this guy <laughs> yeah and it was just uh, we didn't know uh, as george Be the guy who played beast george booza said we didn't know it was a big deal until you know every year we didn't know if it was going to be renewed again until after start the start of the second year and it was just berserko yeah like i was doing stuff i was for uh, commercials for it and they were like phoning kids up at, in bed, like a 10 year old kid. Like it was a surprise that they had, they entered a contest to get to talk to Wolverine. Oh, so wow. I would phone some little kid in, you know, and if one, <laughs> one, the little kid was still asleep in bed. His mother said, Oh my God, I've got to wake him up. He said, you better ma'am. <laughs> and of course he just freak, freaks out. And it, we, then it was huge. Then it was just unbelievably huge for the next four years, you know, five years. And yeah, then it ended. I I remember playing it at school, or uh, and Paul will tell you we were playing with the figures. Yours was the voice we were always trying to do. George yeah. uh, uh, Booza, I mean um, uh, 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 Gambit, uh, Beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's 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 he speaks that way. It's just it's, it's his normal voice. Uh, oh, wow. you know, yeah, to a certain extent, because it's it's very sort of very pompous, and he he gets along with Wolverine very well. He said, "Because uh, Wolverine's like smells, he can smell. So his sense of smell was like heightened, of course. Wolverine, uh -huh. and they're sneaking, trying to sneak into the place. And he says, Wolverine puts his claws up and holds Beast back, and he says, 
don't move. And B says, Logan, you can say, <laughs> Logan, you can sense that the it's something spectrum. <laughs> yeah. And then his reply, of course, is he sniffs. I can smell him. Yeah. You know, ozone. Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, I loved his accent. I love his accent too. And the whole, the whole premise of Beast is this ugly, yucking thing. And he speaks this pompous language. Oh, he is very British and stuff sounding coming out of him. He's quoting the bard. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I, it's very intelligently done. The, the one, the one thing that that show absolutely nailed, I think, was the characteristics of the characters. Yeah. The, and, what was... the, and what they did was because most of the, they didn't want just people who did voiceovers, you know, uh, yeah. and I had done very few to that point uh, in 92. I was a singer. I sang for years. That's all I did, like jingles and commercials in the studio and albums, et cetera, toured uh -huh. with Joe Cocker and all that stuff. And um, so um, this was new to me. I didn't know any of the other members because they were voiceover people. But also yeah. on top of being voiceover people, including George is a great actor. He did a lot of horror movies. And he was on stage, as were the rest of us have done theater. So uh -huh. you know, they, these are actors. And that comes across when you listen to the way we deliver the lines. Uh -huh. It's just, just really, really well done. And the lines, as they say, the writing was brilliant. It, I'd safely say I think it, it introduced a new generation to these characters. Oh, for sure, Neil. And like the, another thing that yeah. the writers talked about is they, they had a huge meeting with Fox. And Fox said, I don't think you should do this. You, you know, you, it's just, no, Morse dies in the second episode. Yeah. And, and that, they said, well, you can't do this to the children. They're, they're, they've been writing letters already. You, you can't. It was just before when they were going to do it. Said, no. And they put their foot down and said, we are doing it. We are not, we're not going to write down to children. No. We're, we're not going to write down to them at all. This is part of life. And this will happen to them you know, at some point. They'll lose a friend or you know, whatever. And she, they just went with it. And it was such a great success. And the kids loved them for that because they weren't writing down to them. I, I, I remember the, the Morph sort of arc, if you like, because he came back, didn't he, Morph? Yes, but he did. He, he was never really himself. And no, we always sort of wanted him to be able to put those demons to bed and join the gang again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was know. it was really well done. It really I was. I know. Yeah, it was. I agree. How how did you feel when it ended? I hated it. I couldn't believe it was ending. It was, it was the, the you get the same old story with these things. It's like, well, it's like the TV show I had for years, which was also in Ireland and UK and stuff called Circus. Uh, yes, from seventy eight to eighty three. And five years it was on it. Then they just said, well, no, it's the series. We just go five years. We don't want to, you know, dwindle away and just have it and have the quality suffer. And I say, well, good heavens. But that's when it ended. It was like, nope, that's five years. Okay, wrap it up. I mean. And hence the, hence the last year, they, they, that's just why they so wanted, the writers so wanted to do an, an, another year. Of, yeah. At least another year with the X-Men so they could end it properly and wrap all, all the loose ends up. Because it just ended with Professor Xavier taken off to another planet, or dead, supposedly. That's right. You know. Yeah. So they yeah, wanted, and they got their wish now. So we're doing. Yeah. It. I mean, I know you stayed with the character because you were involved with the computer games and that, but it it, it couldn't have been the same. Which? Sorry. Uh, working, working, because you were you gave 
your voice to Logan in the computer games as well, didn't you? Yes, I did. But that couldn't have been the same as as doing the show. Not at all. Not at all. No, not, no question. Not even remotely close. No. Uh, it was just, I didn't know. I really didn't have a clue what I was doing <laughs> the, the, okay. in, the, in those games. Like, Sharam, you know, Shazingi, Vugaclear, <laughs> <laughs> something claw. I'm like, okay. It's your game. Yeah. But the kids go crazy over that stuff, too. The yeah. games. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. I think it was, it must have been last year, towards the autumn, maybe. A little picture was promoted of Wolverine laying on a bed, looking yeah. at a framed photograph. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a uh, a view of the photograph, and it says X Men ninety seven. And I immediately text Paul, and I was like, "Is it coming back? <laughs> how how did it come about?" Oh God! We, I spent the last two years pushing um, for Disney to get on this and to do it, and, yeah. and you know, or someone to to because uh, the fans were so they were everyone was starting hundreds thousands hundreds of thousands of fans were starting little please and sending it to to Disney on putting it on Twitter and saying please sign this and to, to we're going to approach Disney to have them. Please bring back the X Men reboot, the X Men uh, series, the X Men yeah. the animated series from the nineties. Please, you know, and and they wanted the the characters back that were yeah. still here because we lost Norm, God bless him, Cyclops died yep. a year and a half ago, and so anyway, uh, it's just two years I was doing that. That's all mainly the main reason for going to the Comic Cons. You know, we'd have we'd have a panel. Yeah, and, and talk to the fans and stuff there, and that always came up, and said, and then we'd have the writers there with us, <coughs> which was wonderful because they'd explained it to stuff that we didn't know, and you know, history of the show before getting it to go to air, and it was just they just they just said everything just fell together. It was odd that they came to Canada and got the, the, these amazing voices that they found here, and he said it was all like it was meant to be. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. It's so, fine. Were so you... that's how it and then and so um it just just the the pressure from the fans and and um they just saw like my god this this is well and so by the way so neil i, I put so i did my first episode about two months ago right. a month and a half something like that in the same studio that we did it 30 years ago oh wow oh yeah it was uh, it was surreal yeah. so so um uh oh, what was it getting at um, good Lord. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the new series and Art. how it, and filming it now or recording. I know I'm trying to figure out right why, um, I'm going to come back to me. I can't remember. Good Lord. <laughs> were you, when it was eventually green lit, Pardon? were, were you nervous about it coming back after so long? Um, I wasn't because I, I, I knew the voice has never left me and right. he was such a big part of my life. And I just missed him so much, like not doing him for the last 25 years. Uh, I couldn't believe that it was coming back. And, and, you know, the Comic-Cons, the fans are just crazy 
Yeah. You, you wouldn't believe that to, to almost to, to a person that would come up to my desk and they're all your age. They would come yep. up with their children in tow yep. and they would have their picture taken with their child and they would just say, and I'm, this is, this is without a word of a lie. They would just say, thank you for making my childhood. Yeah. And, and, th- and, and a lot of kids were autistic and they would come up. One of the, this was a father who was autistic with his 13 year old daughter. And he said, this is my daughter. She's autistic as well. And he spoke his speech and he, and he, uh, he, had a, he was dressed as Wolverine and had the claws on. And so I, I was, couldn't believe his speech. It just not, you saved my life. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't you know, for Wolverine because in school that was, I was teased and people picking on me. I only, my only hope was going back and watching another episode of the X-Men to see like, you know, these people are outcasts as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and they just said, I just have to, I just had to meet you and thank you so much for saving my life. And I'm just and I'm in tears now. And he yeah. just, he says, and this is my daughter and they, they turn. And, and so I put my, my hand up to shake his hand. He took the, the claw off the fake claw and shook my hand and immediately turned and walked away with this little girl. And this woman who was standing off to the side, she ran up to me and she said, she was in tears. She said, I can't believe what I just saw that my husband has never, hasn't touched in since we've been married. He's like, whatever has never touched, shook hands with any other human being. Oh, wow. That was part of his autistic thing. He just didn't like, yeah. he would not touch. He shook my hand. And she, she wow. was just, I, she said, I, I can't believe this. That, and that, uh, that kind of stuff, that's how serious the fans are. And yeah. Disney, Disney finally just said, wow, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, will it look like it did in 97? Pardon? Will, will the animation look like I it have did? no idea? Okay, no idea because it, it's, it's lovely to watch now because so much stuff is CGI or digitally made, yeah. And, and to see stuff that's like old school animation, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a warmth to it, I think. There's oh, a there certainly is, there, there's a you, you can feel the human aspect of it. Yeah, we, no, which for sure. is, I totally agree. Which is much nicer. Yeah, well, we don't. We have no idea. We're we're, we're just just going to record our thing. This is a whole new production, a whole new. You know, there's Disney, this to now, and Disney and Marvel, and uh huh. We have no idea. They're keeping us in the dark as well. We should wait and see. Next year can't come quick enough. No, I I know. <laughs> Even plot stuff they're not telling. They're not letting us in. It's 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 so very secretive, and it's you know it's kind of cool in a way. Yeah. It, 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 that they're just there's because I said, she's at one point I was in recording, and the director said something about like, oh, turn to page what what, and I said, I don't I don't have that page. I don't have that. I've only go to page twenty seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, and then someone talked to her and she said, oh, I'm sorry, that's, you're not supposed to see that. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Exactly. No, it's like really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and we're still under like a, 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 the non-disclosure with them. So we can't, we, not, we don't know anything anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I no, can't tell really you weird. anything. They haven't told me anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what am I going to disclose? I, I don't know. Anything. I know. But I, I, I can't wait for it to come back. Well, nor can I. I can't and wait to, to see it. You know, like you're saying, I want to see the animation, all that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it's fine. 
Um, I, I think that original series, I genuinely think it kept the interest alive for things that followed. You know, oh yeah, the the X Men movies didn't come until I think two thousand. Well, I know exactly when they came because that, and the only reason that they were that that was even made was because of our animated series. Has to, be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I met him. I met uh, Hugh Jackman in uh-huh. two thousand. They had, we had a we had like a a wine and cheese thing for the animated characters, and the him and the other characters from the movie they were in Toronto shooting. Uh-huh. The, the first, you know, the, the movie. So we were at this function, and someone came up and said, "I like the two Wolverines to meet." Yeah, and of course, before, before um, he uh, uh, when he was studying the, the the role and Wolverine and, and whatever, um, he said that he, he had to listen. He had to listen to to the. They told him to listen to my voice from because the only reference for children or anyone going to this movie. Was you. was was my voice for five yeah. years? Uh, it's like you know that stuff, and so they asked him to please try and get as close to, you know to that as you can, or whatever. And he made it his own, of course. But so we they said uh, Wolverine, uh, uh, the two Wolverines like to meet uh, Hugh Jackman. This is this is Cal Dodd. Cal, this is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh put his hand out. He said, "It's great to meet you, mate, but I'm sick and tired of listening to your voice." <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> I said that, so I, you know, and as he's leaving, I said, now don't screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a, he does a, he, he, like it does a song and dance. He, he's got a one man show thing that he just stopped that he was touring, doing and stuff across the, the world and, yeah. you know, singing and whatever. And <laughs> thanks very nicely. He, he takes about a minute aside in everyone, however long the show is to, to give us a shout out to, Cal Dodd, the, the, the initial Wolverine from yeah. the animated series, which is very cool of him to do that. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's no answer to this, but who was the best Wolverine? Yourself or Hugh Jackman? Uh, oranges and apples. <laughs> no, it, it is. And like I said, we our show was so successful and the, yeah. and the, the kids loved it so much. Uh, that it would be hard for anyone. When I when I first saw the movie, when I went to see the with Hugh in it, the the, the actual real life movie, I mm-hmm. I after about five minutes when he first came on the screen and stuff, you know, Wolverine's five three, not six three. Yeah. It, it, but anyway, just that and whatever, a couple of other things. I just I just said, no, I can't watch this right now. I'm not ready to watch this. Mm. Yeah, because we just finished, you know, the show doing it for five. You know, I yeah. was him. I was Wolverine, and then I'm seeing this person doing it just i didn't yeah. know him but i just was i didn't i did, couldn't see watch it all the way through and I'm, i still haven't you you still haven't no no the movies no i've, no. I've only seen a couple of them and but i really do like uh what he did i mean he's fantastic just fantastic yeah. once you he, get by the, the the height thing or whatever but yeah i, I think that was every that was the thing that yeah, people that had grown up with the comics always said, you know, that he was just too tall. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, my friend, I'm going to let you go because I'm okay. aware it is the middle of your afternoon. Oh, that's okay. It's raining like you know, cats I and dogs. Th- I thought I could hear it. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, because I'm outside and there's a huge glass cover over top of my 
pool in the backyard here uh-huh on on the ravine and so it, it echoes i come out here and i record by the way you should you should does paul get me, hear my songs on on facebook I, I'm sure he does. I, I've watched a few of them myself. Oh, okay. So you, you know the place where I'm sitting out here now. Yeah. So yeah, I can uh, it. It, yeah. So I'm underneath that. So then when it rains, you know, you can hear it. It's, it, it's the right sound of rain on glass. <laughs> yeah. How odd is that? Jeez, how odd is that? It's raining on glass, and it sounds just like that. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've missed the rain so far this week. It's been really windy, and now it's just gone really cold. So oh, we've been we've been freezing here. It's been like until yesterday, and we don't need to be here. We are talking about the weather. Until yesterday, it went up to fifteen Celsius, which is ridiculous. From from four below, wow, up to fifteen, and now it's plunged again to minus one. Oh. So it's freezing rain that we're getting now. It's like, so it, that's why you're here hearing it because it's like sleet, but it's like ice falling from the skies. Yeah, that's lovely. I, when <laughs> when when I went to England, uh, me and my girlfriend went up in November. Well, where are you? I'm in Guernsey in the Channel Islands. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Tiny, okay. tiny little rock. Yep. Um, when we left Guernsey, it was double figures. It was eleven or twelve. Yeah. And when we landed in Birmingham, you know, the pilot, the plane is taxiing around the air, the runway, and onto the apron. And the pilot says, you know, the weather is so, so, so with a high of three degrees. <laughs> and I was like, is he joking? <laughs> I don't, we don't survive in three degrees. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We were minus 40. We no, minus no, no, no. We, we don't understand that here. It, it, <laughs> we don't like it. It's. Uh, well, and you want to see this place when it snows. It is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's, well, we've got tons of that still. Yeah. Well, it, it did actually snow while we were in England. And it's it's like, yes, it's very pretty, but we're from the south. We don't understand it. We don't really like it. <laughs> Can you make it go away? Because it's upsetting me. It's, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. My, my friend, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you are so, so welcome. Um, stay safe. I know the uh, world is still crazy. And anytime you want to do this, you let me know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Thank okay, you again, Neil. sir. Okay, yeah. man. Take care. Bye-bye. Once again, a massive thank you to Cal. Absolute legend. I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Take care of yourselves. I know it's crazy out there, but we will get there and one day we will wake up and it'll be peace and quiet. Look after yourselves and I will speak to you very, very soon. Bye for now.